Thanks so much for joining us and for tuning in to the Steeple Church podcast. Our hope as you listen in is that you might encounter Jesus, hear and receive his love, and be encouraged and empowered by his spirit to be and bring life and love to one another and to the other in your world. If you would like to get in touch with us or keep up to date with what's happening in and through the life of Steeple Church, please jump on to our website at steeplechurch.com.au or follow us on the socials via Facebook or Instagram at steeple.church. We're looking forward to meeting you one day soon, but in the meantime, enjoy the message. Bless you, fam. Hello. A bit weird. Cool. All right. So let me get my papers sorted. Let's put this down here for now. I've mixed up between landscape and portrait, and I don't know why I did that to myself, but anyway. Oh, I'm upside down. No, this is. <laughs> I won't use an iPad. (laughs) I just need to chop off the little, like, perforation bits um, and we're good. I've got this whole stack of paper from, like, leftover folios from all school and I'm like, I can't waste it. So I've ripped it all out and that's now what I use. (laughs) Anyway, Holy Spirit. Um, I started thinking about the Holy Spirit, and um, I'm, a, I'm a visual person, so I'm trying to imagine the Holy Spirit. So I'm not, I don't know if you guys have an image of the Holy Spirit. Like, we've got the image of Jesus. Um, I think we've slowly progressed away from the, the white Jesus, which is clearly not accurate. Um, but I wonder if you have an image of the Holy Spirit. Because um, to me, the Holy Spirit has always been the, the third wheel, like Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I kind of, I've got this image of a loving God, um, this Father image, and all the other things in the Bible it says about God and Jesus, you know, we, we hear about his life. And then we've got Holy Spirit, the helper. And I've, I don't know, I just, I've never really dwelt much on the Holy Spirit. Um, I've never really thought much about it. Um, and I remember, you know, back in Sunday school learning about God and Jesus, and I'm sure we learned about the Holy Spirit. My mum was my Sunday school teacher, so um, I can ask her. She'll be able to tell. But what I remember is Father and Son. I remember, you know, the basics. I'm like, okay, God made us. God loves us. All right, so Jesus died, rose again and saved us. Um, and we should be like Jesus because, you know, if we believe in who he is and we want to honour God and and then that's where the Holy Spirit is. He helps us be like Jesus. That, that's his job. So I'm like, okay, cool. Holy Spirit, great. And, you know, he's like the gift. Jesus like, oh, I'll leave him with you, you know. Uh, <laughs> this potentially sounds awful, but buy two, get one free. Like you get, you get Father, Son, and then there's the Holy Spirit. Like it's just the tack on. I don't know. This is where my mind was always was. And... Um, As I got older, my understanding grew and I understood more what this idea of him being a helper meant. Um, And and this is where I get to the fruits of the spirit. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. And we can have that first slide, please. Um, Oh, right. And you learn about this in Sunday school. We definitely did it in youth when I was at youth. And I'm like, okay, okay. And we've got this list of all these good things 
to be, all these characteristics that Jesus shows, and, well, we need to be like Jesus. So, Holy Spirit, these are your fruit. Help me. Help me have these fruit. And I kind of saw it as a checklist. Like, you've got to, you know, be loving, be kind, have joy, show peace, and all the rest. You can read them. And really what it was is this is, this is kind of like, tick, 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 you're a good Christian. Good Christian. Good Christian. <laughs> Perfect Christian. And this is where I was like, ah, oh, all right, cool, cool. And I, I remember getting to a spot in my faith and thinking, this just seems so basic. That was the word, like that, to describe the kind of feeling I was feeling. It just seems so, nah, you know, believe God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, help me be like Jesus. I'm like, surely there's something more to that? Um, but I wasn't sure. And so I was like, all right, God, can you, can you show me what is next? And uh, I was like, okay, so I'm a messed up person, Lord. Um, I need you to work in me, like straighten out everything in my life, straighten out the mess and all this stuff. And I was like, okay. And I still am like, it just seems seems so flat. So I kept praying, like, what's next? Like, there's got to be something missing. Um, There had to be more to being a Christian than just going, yeah, God is God. Jesus saved us. Be like Jesus. Holy Spirit, help me. There just had to be something more, but I, I just didn't know. I didn't like the distance I felt it created between God because it wasn't how I believed God to be. And so, and I can't remember the timing between these two things, but I remember starting to pray this. And then I remember, I think it was 2017. um, And I remember, no, it was 2017. Um, I remember just, it was a beautiful October day, like Wednesday, Thursday, uh, beautiful Sunday afternoon. I took my youngest sister for a drive and we went to the, the local park and we've got a blanket out on the grass under a tree reading our books. I'm like, oh, this is the life Lord, look at your trees, look at your nature, love and life, enjoying it. It was just great. And I was like, yeah, life is beginning to get good, all right? Maybe this is what it's about, enjoying God's creation. That's that next bit. I was so excited, just feeling high on life. Uh, Monday came around. I was working in the city at the time. I was drawing for my job, which was great. And then it was a farewell, so we had like a crock and bush celebration on the Monday. I'm like, oh, life is brilliant. Oh, this is great. And I was kind of in my own little world. And I finished work early because it was a farewell. Got all this sugar. I'm waiting at the tram stop opposite Melbourne Central. All's well. Light grows green, walk across. And then next minute, I'm on the ground. I was like, oh, well, I'll get back up. Someone offered me help. I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. Walking, cool, cool. Got to make that train because you got to make the metro to connection to the V-line because if you miss the V-line, then you got to stand all the way home and it's just awful and they're an hour apart. So just it completely ruins the day. And I was high on life at this point. And I get to Footscray Station, made the connection, and I'm waiting for the 4 o'clock train home. I was very excited. I was definitely going to get a seat. And V-line seats, if you haven't been on them, are so comfortable. 
Anyway, and then I'm like, ooh. Oh, my foot's a bit sore. Must be, I must have sprained it or something. All right. Anyway, it's fine. Hop on the train. I'm sitting there. I get up to get off at my station, my hometown. And I'm like, oh, I can't really walk. I'm kind of shuffling, like it took me forever, shuffling down the ramp across the crosswalk. (laughs) And I get to the car park and I'm like, can I make it to the car? I don't know make it to the car, drive home, take my shoe off. I'd had those gladiator sandals. I don't know if you remember when they were... I had them when they weren't. They were going out of fashion. But um, they kind of had strapped everything in. And I take my shoe off. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not a normal size. Oh, should be right. It's just a bit, like a bit of a worse a sprain than usual. I have weak ankles. I think it's from the tap dancing. And... Um, Fine. I was like, oh, Paige is my sister-in-law. Can you drive me to Bible study? I probably shouldn't drive on my ankle. Sitting in Bible study and it's getting bigger and very, very painful. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, girls, do you reckon this is normal? They're like, that, that ain't normal. <laughs> Ended up Monday night, emergency room. Next thing I know, I'm in a cast. I'm on crutches. And I find myself sitting on the bench outside our house going, seriously, God, life was just getting good. Are you kidding me? And I was looking up at the clouds, having a real good rant to God, because now I can't drive. I can't go and enjoy books on a picnic mat at the lake. I can't even walk down there. I was really, really frustrated. And I remember looking up at the clouds and... and the clouds started moving. It was definitely, who knows, I, I'm sure I was on pain meds. But, and the images, they're just faces, kept changing and moving. And I felt God say, this is an image of me. I was like, all right. Um, and it was interchanging. And in that moment, it was... It was this feeling of provision, this feeling of peace, and it's carried with me. And I'll go to the next slide. And so I painted it. And so we've got Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And this stuck with me. And so when I'm I'm thinking about the Holy Spirit, I came back to this image. Flip my page. Um... And I'm looking at it. I'm going, okay, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I'm still, I'm still at a loss. I'm thinking all these years later, God's given me this image, and I look at this image every day. It's up in my house, and I still don't know the Holy Spirit. And I realized that I was still at the same spot. I was like, cool, I know the Father. Cool, I know the Son. I mean, this is ever-growing knowledge. But the Holy Spirit is kind of like that iffy bit that's kind of there. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, seriously, God, all I've got here is a squiggly line. The Holy Spirit is a squiggly line. How is a squiggly line supposed to help me have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, and did I miss one? Gentleness, faithfulness? Anyway. And be your presence. I don't get it. All I know about the Holy Spirit is a squiggly line. You gave me this image years ago about your provision and you just gave me a squiggly line for the Holy Spirit. I'm like, why God? Why have you not given me a clear picture of your Holy Spirit? 
can you just give me a clear picture because I've got this checklist and it would really help if I knew exactly who you are because then I would know exactly how you're going to work out the fruits of the Spirit in my life. And I'm asking God and he said, I have given you a precise image of the Holy Spirit. I'm like, well, no, you haven't. It's a squiggly line. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, what on earth? I wanted a clear, precise image. I wanted to know exactly how I can tick off the boxes so I can go, yep, the Spirit's at work in my life. I am like Jesus. I've done it. Woohoo! But instead, I'm like, I'm a mess of a human. And how, am I, how is this mess supposed to get to a nice Jesus replica? So I was wrestling with it, with it, gosh, and I, was, I just wasn't sure what God was saying. And I thought back to teen me, and I thought about how just tacking on the Holy Spirit at the end of my understanding of God to show me what was next. I, I thought about that and how I'd felt it so basic, how I'd prayed what's next, and in it undiscernible amount of time, I've ended up on my bench looking up at the clouds. And I went, oh, the Holy Spirit's a squiggly line. Oh, I see it now. I do have a clear image. There's nothing precise, there's nothing cookie cutter about the way the Holy Spirit works in our life. He's a squiggly line, and I potentially have been at kids' church too long that I'm doing a squiggly line talk, but <laughs> Holy Spirit's giving us a gift, a helper. Yeah, cool, I knew this, but I think I was confused with how he helps us because I thought that he needed to iron all my mess out into a nice, straight line. But what I realized is that the gift of the Holy Spirit is his presence, the presence of God in every curve, every edge, every point, every slope, every straight bit of our squiggly line. So let me shed some pages. And so then I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm looking at the checklist. I'm like, well, this doesn't make any sense anymore. Like, this doesn't work because it's, you know, a checklist. It doesn't flow with our squiggly line. And uh, I remember my dad, who is awesome, um, he loves reading the Message Bible, and he would always say, it's for simple folk like me, kids. Um, he's actually really brilliant, but he loves the Message. So I thought, ah, I'm going to check out the Message translation. And so if I, we can go to the next slide. It says, but what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchid. Orchard, orchid. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. And I'm like, oh, cool. I like that. That works with the squiggle. That really works with the squiggle. Because it's a natural growth. It's flowing with us. Where it can, can continually grow in affection, continually grow in exuberance, serenity, and all of those things. 
And it goes on to say in the message translation, and it says this in the other translations, it just, I like how it words it. Um, legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. And I want to swap legalism for perfection or a checklist. It only gets in the way of the spirit working in our life. And we're like, oh my goodness, I need to check off love. I need to check off joy. I need to check off peace. And we're making it the rules. We're making it legalism, perfection. It gets in the way of what the spirit is really trying to do. And so I'm looking back at the, just what, the memories God brought, which I've shared, and I, I think it's funny because I asked God what, to show me what was next. And what I didn't realize is what was next was life with the Holy Spirit. I knew the Holy Spirit was there in my life, like kind of, but I look back and I'm like, oh, oh, right. So sitting on the bench, looking up at the clouds, that was the Holy Spirit. Oh, the fact that I preached my first sermon in a moon boot. Hmm, hmm, what was God doing? Oh, and then I quit my job and then I went into ministry. Like, and it's just been a whole chaotic, squiggly line mess since. I'm like, uh huh, uh-huh. I see now. I see that. So I prayed to the Holy Spirit to help me be more like Jesus. And I didn't really know what that meant. And my prayers were directed at making my squiggly line straight. And the more mess I made as I was learning and growing and keep praying for God to make me like Jesus, the more I'd pray, oh, my goodness, Lord, like you need to help me be more like Jesus because this is just chaos. I keep praying, teach me, grow me, humble me, lead me, guide me, change me, wanting to be this straight line. But I realized that actually it's that squiggly mess and his presence in it. I was praying all this because I wanted, it's great to be want to be like Jesus. I want to love as he loves, to give as he gives. But he's directing us into a lovely, squiggly mess. I'm still so aware of how imperfect I am. And I still thought I needed a perfect little neat, tidy box of understanding of who the Holy Spirit is to be even able to share the Holy Spirit with you today. But I don't. What I do have, though, is proof from my life that a crazy squiggly line and how Holy Spirit has been with it each step of the way. See, when I'm praying all these things, grow me, lead me, change me, humble me, mold me, make me more like Jesus... Jesus' Holy Spirit is actually undoing all this stuff I'm learning and he's dumping out a whole other squiggly mess so I can keep on going. And it's making, making more and more of a mess. It is definitely not ironing anything straight. I want to move to verses 25 to 26. And I think it's the next slide. Oh, go back. Yep. Spoil the end. And it says, since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the Spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every every detail of our lives. 
That means we will not compare ourselves with each other as if one of us were better and another worse. We have far more interesting things to do with our lives. Each of us is an original. I love that last, last line. Each of us is an original. Have you chosen to do life with the spirit, of the spirit? Don't leave it as a nice idea. Don't leave it as a neat little checklist of good things that you need to demonstrate in your life because actually that's more exhausting. A life with the spirit and of the spirit is messy. Absolutely. It hurts like crazy sometimes. Feels like a roller coaster. It does for me. But rich and fulfilling, 110%. A life of the spirit, with the spirit, is one that nurtures and tends to an environment, a life that produces an ever-growing, this is where, can you go back to the fruits, please? Yeah. An ever-growing, not a list, but an ever-growing affection for others, exuberance for life, serenity, an ever-growing willingness to stick with things, sense of compassion a conviction that all people carry God's goodness, his holiness. We find ourselves being able to be involved in loyal commitments because we want to be. There's no needing to force our way in life and we're able to direct our energies wisely and we increase in these things. So it's not a checklist. It's not, oh yeah, we've done it. It's how can I grow more? How can I show this more? Holy Spirit, how can you take me deeper? What have you got to show me now? What new mess are we going to make? And I just think that's so exciting. And so don't just let it be an idea. Work out out the implications in every detail of your life. Let the Holy Spirit wrap around you every aspect, not just your church self, every single part, the part that you think is the messiest, Wrap, let him wrap himself around you. And don't you compare your squiggle. Don't compare your squiggle of life to another's because you are an original made by God in your own journey. Can we go to the last side, please? So as I'm working on this sermon, um, I don't know if I've shared this with all of you, but I've been prompted by the Holy Spirit this year a lot to paint. Um, in fact, I, I didn't want to. Um, I thought, or I knew that painting would mean that I'd have to deal with some stuff and I didn't want to. And uh, God's persistent that way. Um, And so I started painting again. And as I was working on this sermon and um, God's teaching me different things and showing me different things, um, this is the image that came to me. And all the colours may cry, all the colours are the chaos of life. Each colour could mean something different to you. Red might mean love, it might mean pain, white may be peace, whatever it might mean to you. But all the colours mush together because you can have times of immense pain but also feel the joy that may be oranges or blue. Deep sadness and happiness. You can have all those things all at once and it's all messy. And then the gold thread is the Holy Spirit as you're working through life, 
wrapping itself around you. Maybe you're in a bit of a turmoil coming out and doing more loop-de-loops. And so this is the image I want to leave you with, that the Holy Spirit in your life is a squiggle. (laughs) His role is not to make your life perfect. His role is to be with you every step of the way as you grow more and more into the likeness of Jesus. He wants to take you deeper and closer to our creator God. And he wants to be with you in the mess and all the emotions. So life with God, life with the Holy Spirit is a squiggle. (laughs) I'm going to pray and then we'll, we'll eat grapes probably. It's leftovers. Dear Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit, Lord. And I just pray that you would continue to open our eyes to the way that the Holy Spirit is working, the way that the Holy Spirit is there. Holy Spirit, would you just never let us go? Would you continue to wrap yourself around us, encourage us, and help us to to notice you and go with your flow? Thank you that you're with us in every single thing, that you are making us more like Jesus, not so that we're perfect, but so that we can know him deeper, that we can know God deeper, that we can have that rich, full life that only comes from knowing you. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to the Steeple Church podcast. We hope you were encouraged as you listened in. As I said at the top of the podcast, we loved having and hosting you in this way, but we'd love to hear from you and pray for you. So please drop us a line via our website or better yet, if you're local to Melbourne, drop in on one of our Sunday gatherings, 10 a.m. every Sunday in the Hall of St. Barnabas Anglican Church at 86 Bourne Road, Bourne. Peace and love, friends. Have a great week.